0: Welcome to the Christian Faith Fellowship Church podcast. We are a church that believes in praying, going, and life-changing discipleship in Jesus. We're so glad you've joined in for this message. If you enjoy what you hear, follow us to stay connected with our future updates and podcasts. This is part one of the series, Staying Filled Till His Return. Grab a Bible and a notebook and get ready to learn. Here we go. We thank you. Thank you that we come to church we could celebrate Jesus. In Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Well, God is good. You got your Bibles today. We're going to get right into the word. Man, it's dark in the morning and you know me, I like to get out and get out there and pray. And this morning it was dark in the morning and I knew I had to get to work here, you know, get to church by a certain time and but I looked up in the sky and there was Jupiter and Saturn just setting. There was Mars. It was the moon. I looked over here. There was Venus. And they're all just doing their thing out there because of the word of the Lord. Amen. The word of the Lord. God is faithful. Amen. God is faithful. You got your Bibles today. Hold them up. Light them up. Say this with me. Heavenly Father. Thank you for the word. It's the word that changes us. It's the word that gives us life. Now, Lord, we get rid of the blahs, we get excited for you, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Why don't you go ahead and turn to Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 13, we're going to look at that in a moment. Last week, if you remember, for those that were here outside under the tent, I talked about what we should do as we await the return of the king, Amen. We saw how important it is to keep our hands to the plow, stay busy, letting others know the good news, the time is short, and I think Gerard prayed it so well, that there's an awakening coming. You know, I don't know about you, but I want the eastern sky to open up, amen? I want to go home, I want to go home, I want to see Jesus, I want to see my loved ones, I want to get out of this mess. But God has chosen not to. And the Bible says the Lord is long-suffering, not desiring that any should perish. <clears throat> so there's a great move coming then, amen? But according to Peter, and we brought this out last week in 2 Peter 3:12. <clears throat> Peter says that we can hasten the day of the Lord. We can hasten the return of the Lord. And then over in Luke 21:24, Jesus said the number of the Gentiles must be fulfilled. Now, the majority of us in here today are Gentiles, amen? We're not Jewish. Because of the Jewish refusal of accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, it opened the door up to us Gentiles, and I say, thank you, Lord, for that, amen? This week, what I want to talk about is staying filled until his return. There is a blondness in our world right now. Me and Diane went for a hike up at Sunrise Mountain yesterday. Just beautiful yesterday. Wasn't it? This, this, this fall? You know, if you just lived in a little bubble of what's going on right with this weather and all, you'd say, wow, this is too nice. But boy, you walk by somebody uh, on a path and, and you feel like you got the plague, if you know what I'm trying to say. They get their mask and they put it on as they walk by you and you're like, okay. I'll just leave it on so I don't feel like I'm in a, in a plague world here. Amen? But there is such a, 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 a well, I, I would call it confusion. And the Bible says where there's confusion, there's every evil work. But the world has an amazing way of draining us. And if we don't watch out, we as Christians can get drained and sucked into this I was reading on my Twitter account the other day. Some of you know Amir Tafati of Behold Israel. I enjoy him. You can write his name down, Behold Israel. And the reason I enjoy him, he lives in Israel. He's a prophecy teacher. He was in the military there, so he gets a lot of inside information and I love Twitter because they got to keep their characters down to 165 or whatever it is so you don't have to read 10 pages to get to the meat amen but he made this statement and it really reflected on this message over the past few weeks I have been witnessing how so many people that are falling into depression great bible figures such as David and Elijah had experienced the, the exact same thing. David leaned on the prov- promises of God, and Elijah enjoyed a special rapture. Let's do the same thing. I'll take the rapture, amen? But we still got to lean on the promises of God. Now, there's no doubt in my mind, and I think in the majority here, that we are living in the last of the last days. Rick Renner has just written 3 books. His latest one is called Survival, how to how to survive in the last days. And he's a Greek scholar and it's just amazing that everybody is writing about this. It's not just how Lindsay 40, 50 years ago when he wrote The Late Great Planet Earth. It's not just the Left Behind series that were a uh, worldwide bestseller if you never read them they're really good i read 12 volumes of them amen but there is something that is there's an anticipation there is what i would call a groan going on right now in the church and when the children of israel groaned, the bible says when they were in egypt god sent the deliverer the deliverer was moses our deliverer is going to be jesus christ Now, people will say, well, you look at the rapture as an escape. I think Noah looked at the ark as an escape. Amen? I'm not going to stand down here and say, look how strong I am. I need a Savior. I need my Savior to come back. My Savior is Jesus Christ. I need to stay filled to the return. But when that trumpet sounds, you're not going to see me going, wait, Lord. I'm going to say, Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus, come. Amen? Amen? I am looking for that moment. You know, I, I've read it since my daughter passed away. I've read a lot of books on people that have died and come back and have seen little glimpses of heaven. And many of them talk about a loved one that's waiting for them, or a group of people that take them in to explain heaven. Because now we're going from the natural life to a spiritual life. And you, you understand what I'm saying? And there needs to be a learning of that spiritual life. And you read that in that book, Within the Gates, I think, uh, Within the Veil or Within the Gates, whatever the name is. She explains it so well in that vision that she had. But can you imagine on the day of the rapture when a billion people are going to meet up in the sky? The dead in Christ shall rise first then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up in the air to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord wherefore comfort ye one another with these words this is the way I picture it we're all going to meet up in the sky there we're going to see Jesus and we're going to be shouting pretty loud would you agree with me on that how many would agree with me on that but I think after that all of a sudden we're going to start seeing our loved ones family and friends and grandfathers and fathers and others that have gone before us and we're going to all break off and go into heaven together. Man, I'm ready. Anybody here ready? Man, if you're not, then you're too attached to this world and the Bible says, set your affection on things above and not on things of this earth. Amen? So in Jeremiah chapter 2, the prophet here makes a, a statement about staying Filled. and watch what he says jeremiah two thirteen. for my people have committed two evils everybody say two evils they have forsaken me the fountain of living water jesus christ almighty god abba the holy spirit is the fountain of our living water without god you dry up real quick amen you need the word, you need prayer, you need a relationship with God. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living water, and they have who to themselves, sistrums, underline that word, sistrums. But not just sistrums, but broken sistrums that can hold no water. Now a sistrum, I looked this up so I could have an understanding of it. A sistrum is not a well. A well constantly gets water, right? It's getting water percolating up from underground, the streams, so forth. That's how, how many here, you know, live in the country and you got a well? Amen. That well is constantly being filled unless there's a problem. You don't want a problem with your well. This church has a well. Amen. We don't have, quote, city water. But a cistern is something that was dug out and then they would put plaster on the inside to keep rain water in to keep uh, that they would put water in there so that they would have water during dry times and here he's saying my people have done two evils and the second one is they they cut out for themselves sistrums but they're broken sistrums and they can hold no water in other words We get it in and we lose it just as quick. We're in church on Sunday and rah, rah, rah. And by Tuesday or Wednesday, oh, Lord, I want to die. I'm depressed, everything. Come on, talk to me today, guys. And it's so important to understand that we can keep ourselves filled as we're waiting for his return. Now, people, church family, you got to really watch bad news because bad news will suck the life out of you. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't know what's going on in this world, but I'm saying you cannot go to CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, uh, whatever else is out there and just read that all day long because I'm telling you, you're going to come out depressed. Now, there are certain news stations I will not even turn on. They're not allowed in my house. They are demonic. They are ruled by Satan and used by Satan. Come on, guys. Now, other news areas, you can get the news, and it still can pull you down. So you need to just watch how much time you put into bad news and how much time are you putting into the good news. Good news. Now, they say in this life, there are four basic elements to life that every human being, everything on planet Earth, every living thing, must have and here they are number one water You can only go about three or four days without this stuff right you don't think about water much until you can't find it number two air we again we don't think of air at all but for me i know there's some people that can hold their breath for 13 15 minutes i'm lucky if i hold it for 60 seconds don't laugh at me say amen pastor you know, you, you take a deep breath in or you do like the scuba divers do. right? Five breaths, get that fifth one in there and then all of a sudden you need air again, right? The next thing is food. Come on, you say amen to that. Amen. We need food, we want food, we like food. <laughs> food is a priority. You gotta have food. Basically, you can only live 40 days or so without food, Right? The Bible says that when Jesus was fasting there in the wilderness, he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and on the 40th day, he hungered. When that statement is made about fasting, starvation is set in at that point. that point, he was entering into starvation, and what did the devil tempt him with? Turn these rocks into bread. Stinking devil, I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to have any problem watching him being chained up and thrown into the lake of fire forever. Amen. And the fourth thing that all living beings need is light, all right? We need light. Without light, without that beautiful sun out there, 95 to 98 mile, million miles away, just you know, it, it just happened through a big bang one day, guys. Just a big bang just happened and it fell in the perfect spot and the moon is in the perfect spot and the earth is in the perfect spot. Just happened. A fool says in his heart, there is no God. And I hate to say it, they're acting very foolish when they make statements like that, when they're making statements that this all evolved. Amen? No, there's a God in heaven. And if you want to call it a big bang, go right ahead. Let there be light. Ba-ba-boom. That's a little Italian twist to Genesis chapter one. Amen. And the, the universe, they say, is still moving at the speed of light. The speed of light, you know, I really laugh. You know, you, you guys know I, I love studying planets and stars and stuff. But, you know, the speed of light is 286,000 miles per second. The closest star outside, the closest star outside to our sun, our sun is 98 million miles away, but the closest star is 1.9 light years away. So 1.9 times 286,000 miles per second. It's far. It's far. It's just amazing what God has made. And I truly believe you don't have to agree with this. I don't have chapter and verse on this, but I think you'll like it. I believe the universe is our playground for eternity. I truly do. I truly believe God made all that because he says he's going to name the stars, those that lead many to righteousness. The scripture talks about these stars and all are out there for his people. Amen. Eyes have not seen, nor ears heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things that God has in store for, for them that love him. The suffering of this present age is not worthy to be compared to the glory of that shall be revealed in us heaven's going to be awesome the new earth taking the curse off this place going to be amazing me and diane were sitting there in that little uh, uh wooden thing there they have at sunrise mountain looking at the amazing tree boy it was a manure smell yesterday i don't know what farm was doing it up down there but wow it stunk but anyway <laughs> see what i mean about the curse But yet all the tree, you look at the trees and so many of them got branches on the ground dead. There won't even be a blade of grass dead on the new earth, guys. You understand that? I heard one person said it when he went to heaven. He said the air is so different because on earth our air has some form of death in it. Right now there's dust and skin and everything and it has that smell on this new earth. is going to be perfect. Anyway, don't let me go there. Let's get into the word. Amen. So I wanted to look at these four elements here. Water, air, food, and light of how we can stay filled to the return of the Lord and see what Jesus and the word of God says about him. So number one, let's look at what Jesus, excuse me, what Jesus said. Number one, water. Turn to John chapter 14 and verse 13. John 14 and verse 13. So the same way I need to survive on planet earth is water, air, food, or light. I need these four things, spiritually speaking, to survive what's coming upon this earth. And I think that's why Rick Redder, who uh, again he, the guy is like a genius to me when you read some of his stuff, wrote the book "Surviving the Last Days." Because it, it's if anybody says it's going to be easy, huh, I'm hoping we don't have to live in 2021. But if we do, if it's just going to be a little worse than tw- 2020. Ay, ay, ay. But we got a blessed hope. That's the thing, you know what I'm saying? We got a blessed hope. So I look at the hope of the, the Lord's return. Amen. So even though this world's getting crazy, I'm rejoicing because the Lord is coming. Amen. All right, uh, verse 13 Jesus answered and said to her, Remember, he's talking to the woman at the well. She Remember, she was uh, living with a guy. She had five previous husbands, but yet Jesus still spent time with her. Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. Talking about the well there. But whoever drinks of the water that I should give him will never thirst. So the water that Jesus gives us, gives us constant refreshing. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Hey, look guys, we remember this. I actually taught this a few weeks ago. It is appointed unto man once to die and then the judgment. Everyone must die. We okay with that? Now, we that believe the Lord is returning, we will be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. So we die that twinkling of an eye. But everyone must die. We must stand before the judgment seat of Christ. We saw that the judgment seat of Christ for Christians, those that accepted the Lord, is called the Bema seat. It's a reward seat for what you've done for the Lord while you were in this body, okay? So we're not going to be judged because of our sins or our failures. We all got enough of them. We're going to be, Jesus already took all that. He has taken the wrath of God upon him. We are going to be judged according to what we have done for the Lord. All right. So here he's saying now that these waters that spring out of us is eternal life. Each and every, how many here are born again today? Just go ahead and raise your hand. Every one of you have eternal life right now. You're not going to get it when you get to heaven. When you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you were born again how many have watched the uh the little mini series that's going on uh the chosen anybody watch the chosen do you remember that the oh you should watch it. it's just amazing it's on youtube i think it's one of the the best presentations of jesus i've ever seen it's on youtube you can see it but the 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 the, the talking of jesus and nicodemus whoa powerful scene and he brings out to nicodemus you must be born again That which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit. And spirit, you must be born again. What does that mean? You must receive eternal life while in this body. Amen? I got to keep moving on. We're running out of time. Number two, air or breathing. In Genesis chapter 2, God created man. Our heavenly Father took the dust of the earth. He formed Adam. He took time to form him into his own image. So he's looking at Adam and he's looking at himself. However, it was not until he had breathed into his nostrils the breath of God, the breath of life, that Adam became a living thing. This was a personal interaction. Unlike the universe where God said, let there be light, God did not simply form us that way. God made us and then put his mouth on our mouths and breathed into us the breath of life. That's why we are fearfully and wonderfully made. That's why as a church we believe in the sanctity of life. That every child has a right to be born. Every spirit has a right to be born. Amen? That God breathed into Adam And Adam became a living being. Glory to God. And that's found in Genesis 2, 7. And the Lord God formed the man of the dust of the ground. He breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being. Who breathed into his nostrils? We say God. And that's absolutely right. But I believe it was Jesus Christ. Or we could say it like this. Because the name Jesus was given to him when he was born. Right? Right? But he is Christ, which is the anointed one or deity. In John chapter 1, verse 1, it says this. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Not a God. God. Almighty God. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, including Adam and Eve, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of man, and the light shined in darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. And then verse 14, and the light became flesh, the life became, excuse me, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory is the only begotten of the father last night me and diane watched the movie the apostle paul anybody watch that one and that's just just again to give you a visual of how these people lived under the rulership of nero we can't even fathom it fathom it but yet these little bunch of nobodies spread the gospel throughout the world and i project there'll be over 2 billion people that'll probably be going in the rapture. And that's why I believe the United States is not written in end time prophecies because so many people in America will be leaving it. There won't be anything left to this nation. And man, I know my vice president's leaving. And now Trump's saying the other day, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So he's probably leaving too. So, woo, number three. Come on, we got to get done here. Number three. Well, Pompeo is a born again Christian. Ben Carson, you know, is a born-again Christian. Betsy Devout is a born-again Christian. It's like, hi yay, yi he picked all Christians to run. Number three, no wonder there's such persecution, right? Number three, food, food. We need food. Turn over to John six forty eight. John six forty eight. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread that came down from heaven, that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I give you is my flesh. Oh, that must have just went over really well. Well, you guys know the story. It did not go over very well. Because he said, and drink my blood too after this, right? Which I give for the life of the world. In Matthew 4:4. And he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Number four, light, light. And John eight twelve, 12. Why don't you go ahead and turn to that one. I want you to see it. John eight twelve. I had my uh, brother-in-law and sister-in-law over last week. They came to visit from Michigan, one of the states you're allowed to come to New Jersey from. <laughs> and they came to church under the tent and they said, we, we have just never heard somebody teach with so many scriptures it was so refreshing it's the word of god you know i mean i throw a little joke in there a little statement in there but it's the word of god that sets us free amen that's my job is to give you the word of god the bible says a pastor is to feed the sheep what on my philosophy Well, that'll go real far (laughs) on my wisdom or my brains oh come on no the word of god amen light number four ready john 8 12 Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Amen. Each day of our lives, we have things that are going to try and crack our system. And we need to keep ourselves filled. It is so important that we stay filled with God. And the best way to stay filled with God is his word. I mean, we have the Spirit. I'm not going to deny the Spirit. What I'm trying to say, Jesus said, my word is Spirit and it is life. And Psalm 119, 105, let me just read these quickly to you. Your word, Lord, is a lamp to my feet. It is a light to my path. Psalm 119, 130. The entrance of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. I hear people say, I don't like to read. Start reading the Bible, you get smart. It gives understanding to the simple. Psalm 119, 97, New Living Translation. Oh, how I love your instructions, your word. I think about them all day long. What are you thinking about all day long? Are you thinking about worries? Thinking about the president? Thinking about, uh, you know, the election in 29 days? Thinking about uh, what I'm going to eat for dinner? You know, these are all normal things. We do live on planet Earth. But what I'm trying to say is, are you taking some time to think on the word of God? I can't remember scripture. Not a problem at all. Just write it down on a piece of paper. Stick it in your pocket. Get one of those Psalm 91 cards out there. Amen. So, church family, as the days get darker, we're going to get brighter. Amen. And the way we do that is we need more of God's water, more of God's food, more of God's air, more of God's light. Let's make a decision. And we'll talk about this next week. To be like the five virgins who stayed filled and not like the five virgins that let it run out and didn't have oil. Exactly what we're talking about. We'll see that next week. Amen? Let's close in prayer. Bless the Lord, O my soul, all that is within me. Come on, just get a little excited with me, guys. Man, get a little excited. We got another service going on. I haven't preached two services in a long time. (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. (laughs) Let's get our systems filled. We did that today. We prayed today. We did according to the word of God, prayed for those that are in authority. Hallelujah. We got in the word today. Today, if you're here and you have never asked Jesus to come into your heart, to be your Lord, to be your Savior, and today you would like to make that decision, then I'm going to ask you to pray a very simple prayer. Pray this prayer with me. My dear God in heaven, I believe today that Jesus Christ, he is the son of God. I believe that he died on the cross, that he rose on the third day. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. I repent of my sins, Lord. Thank you for forgiveness. Thank you that I am Born again in Jesus' name. Amen. No one looking around just for a moment. If you've never made that decision before, we like to give you a little free gift. There's no charge for this gift. We're just gonna put it in your hand that you can get to know Jesus Christ, excuse me, just a little bit better. So if you have never asked Jesus into your heart, you're doing it today. Or maybe you have, but you're not living for him, you'd like to rededicate your life today. Or maybe you're not sure, maybe you've just gotten dry on these last, oh, two weeks, oh, wait, two months, oh, wait, eight months that we haven't been able to be in church. And you would like one of these packages before you leave. No one looking around between you, Almighty God, Brother Bob, Miss Joy, John. Just slip your hand up high. They'll get one, Roseanne. They'll get a package to you. Guys, just walk around. If you need one, just raise your hand up. Here we go, over on this side, over here. Thank you. Thank you for that hand. That you're receiving the Lord for the very first time rededicating your life, or you're just not sure, just not sure yet, but you would like this package. Thank you for those hands going up. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to wrap up in prayer this morning. Let me just say this, so we kind of all on the same page. We're asking you to have mask on when you're walking around. Amen. When you're sitting down, that's fine, but when you're walking around outside there, please just take a moment, throw your mask on. If you didn't get one of these cool, mask on on uh, Mass Day CFFC they're out on the table back there go ahead and grab one amen so let me pray for you I want to go in the back so I can greet you so much fun trying to guess who everybody is under these masks and you know are you smiling under there pastor what are you doing yeah I'm smiling watch the eyes Carla Jefferson said wow that mask makes your ears look real big (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, let me bless you as we go. Father, we bless you and we thank you for this day. Thank you again that Jesus is Lord. Thank you that he is the resurrection and the life. We love you, Father, and we just thank you that church is special to us Christians. You said, forsake not the assembling of ourselves together, especially as the day draws near. So, Lord. Now, with all this going on with our politicians, we pray for our governor today that he won't put a bunch of things there, Lord. We just pray, Father. We just thank you that we could have church, Father. Now, Lord, I thank you that your word says that you, the Lord, you bless us and keep us. You, the Lord, make your face shine upon us and you are gracious to us. You, the Lord, lift up your countenance upon us and give us peace. Come on, church family. We haven't done this in a while. Say this with me. I thank you, Lord. That we are the head and not the tail. Above only and not beneath. That in all our ways and endeavors, we are greatly blessed, highly favored, and deeply loved. Have a great week. Wednesday night will still be online. Check it out, 7 p.m., our Refire service. God bless you, church family.